So, Ken, this is the first time I've ever seen you wear shorts. That's a new schism because I just wore <laughs> shorts last week and probably the week before that. Is this, is that really the, <laughs> I, 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 no, I want to start the show with this thing. I Apparently just, it was really profound that it Ken was, is wearing I, shorts. I've never seen his calves before. Also, also, <laughs> was, we noticed, he did note, you noticed this while you guys went to the bathroom. Right, right, we were in the restaurant. Of course, we, to make we were sure in the restaurant. Everyone has seen my calves before. Everyone. I, I have. He's got slutty, small children. He's got Ken, slutty calves. Would you calves. like to model your calves for? No, Facebook? not yet. <laughs> maybe, maybe later in a, another broadcast because I wear shorts all the time anyway. Too they're, late. They're Cam nicely. Going down. They're nicely muscular, but they also have some like I don't know some damage. <laughs> like he got kicked or cut or something. I don't know. I it fell off like my skateboard like, a lot of the time. There, that, that's it. That's what it looks like. I wear shorts a lot. <laughs> they have some damage. <laughs> I knew a guy. In, <laughs> I knew a guy in <laughs> elementary school who always wore shorts, like all the time, all the time. At was his point, name Ken? Because listen, I we're do in that. California. We all knew a guy. Well, who okay. you probably Rain, were the guy. Snow doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it's California. There's uh, never snow. But uh, if it's cold out, he's wearing a sweater, <laughs> still wearing shorts. Well, that guy. Let me comment on that. But first, let me just finish this thing about this guy named Vincent, good friend of mine, one of my best friends in elementary. He, uh, we went to the Arrowhead Mountains for like a snow retreat, like a class field trip snow retreat so he had to wear short like pants so like, he had to wear pants and like you know the plasticky sports pant kind of things you know plasticky sports you know the pants? kind that wear like liquid just the water resistant water resistant pants, pants yeah so like snow pants snow pants <laughs> so he wore those things and we were on the school bus we came back from the mountains and literally as soon as he stepped off the bus the shorts the pants came off and he's in shorts again so like those tearaway pants that basketball players use <laughs> Those tearaway <laughs> rip off. Yeah. I think that's what it was, if my memory serves correctly. Uh, back on to me, I'll say this. I don't wear shorts. I wear, I wear pants. Yeah, actually, I've only seen you wear shorts in there, the comfort of your own home. There is, yeah, yeah, in the comfort it's, of my It's like almost always the same shorts. Yeah. Also, you have house shorts. I don't have the legs for shorts. That's one of my problems. I mean, I swim, I run. What, what I are just... the legs for shorts? Muscular and scarred like <laughs> Kind of. Thank you. Not womanly. I, I, I have a muscular woman's legs. And I nice. kind of want Chicken wanna... legs. That's cool, man. Me too. <laughs> hairy. Well, <laughs> really hairy. I, I'm pretty well, sure it's I hairy. Mean, the thing is, though, Ryan, you don't work out the legs. I, I swim and I, I jog. I work out the legs. I, you I mean, I don't, I don't work out at all right now. But when I was, why would I only work out my thought, upper body? Some people... Cardio. You Some people anti working out your legs and cardio are two different things. Oh, that's true. Running isn't the only way. You, yeah, you can lift weights with your legs. Okay, there's machines. Yeah. For that Some people sort of don't things. work out their legs. We call them like prison gym rats. <laughs> like, like in prison, you all you do is lift weights. Oh, that's true. So you don't work out your legs. You can yeah. punch real hard and yeah. fall down because you can't support yourself. Yeah, yeah. Er- everybody looks like um, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go, Johnny Bravo. You know what I noticed actually? I was looking at the back of this. Uh, Gorillas thing that yeah. you gave me. The Gorillas reunion. Yeah. New album. Yeah. Listen to it, by the way. It's one one of them good. got back from college. One came back from the, the world tour. Another one got out of prison. I mean, it's, you know, it's <laughs> the whole gang's back together. So they have they have the list of their songs. There's 26 songs in this new album. Yeah. Which sounds like a lot. Three of them are interludes. The first one's an intro. So aside from those, you know, earlier we were talking about how, like, they have a lot of collaborations on here. Right. There is only one song on here that is not a collaboration or an interlude or an intro. Every of the twenty-two actual songs, there's one mm-hmm. that isn't a collaboration. I was oh, looking at it. I yeah. thought I'd share that. So, uh, Ken, what did you have to share? You said you had something. Share about what? 
I was okay. at a Starbucks. Forgot. I w- sure. What I was at a Starbucks and there was someone really attractive in the drive-through. I couldn't stop looking at her. Well, good thing I wasn't driving because I probably would have her. Okay, you know what I can comment on? I was I've been going to university advising a lot lately because you know I'm trying to graduate and the odds of me graduating are getting slimmer and slimmer every single week, every single day. Uh, every I'm, moment. Every moment. I'm. I'm. You're less likely to graduate right now than you were three seconds ago. <laughs> dude, it's true. When, when we started the show, you. Dude, were... <laughs> it's true. Noosh, don't worry about graduating. Well, college is great. Stay, stay in it as long as you can. Well, I mean, just attend. Be the forty-year-old guy in college. Maybe. Just stay here forever. Uh, I don't know about that. The forty-year-old guy that's not a professor. Cause, cause the, problem, <laughs> on the problem of me staying on campus uh, as a student. Once for you a get long really time, old, just start wearing like those sweaters with the elbow pads, and people think you just <laughs> teach you. The problem the, with the being tween, a student here for a long period of time is that the. Girls stay the same age, and I just keep getting right, older. It's like the reverse of Matthew McConaughey's thing. Wait, no, it Wait, was how's that reverse. That was his, oh, it was, was his thing. No, that was yeah. You could be Matthew oh, yeah. McConaughey. It was he did the reverse of that in Interstellar, though. All right, think about it. all right. He was getting older. That's <laughs> all right, all right. No, but oh no, 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 no that's the same. They thing. were getting older. Matthew he, McConaughey no, no, no. in Interstellar. I'm saying it was reverse oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. He's, relativity. That's right. Yeah, so they were getting older, and he yeah. stayed the same. <laughs> I stay um, the same. I don't want right, to be that guy. Right. Well, the point is, I was all in the right. advising center, and there is on you know on the, the plasma TV there is like a slideshow that has like a picture and a profile of the different advisors that are on that campus, or sorry, in that advising center. Right. And uh, dude. The advisors that we have on this campus are like the hottest, like just out of college, not just out of just out of like masters programs, coeds, you've ever seen. Like they're just hot, all of them, like models. Why are they, it, it why, why are they advising then? Well, they're advising because that's their dream. As opposed their to passion. what? Yeah, just because you're attractive doesn't yeah. mean you have to, <laughs> I mean, you have to be an Instagram model. And also, just because you're attracted doesn't mean you don't have dreams. <laughs> it's one or the other. You can't yeah. have both. Uh, honey, you're you're too pretty for dreams. Just stand there mm, and people honey. will give you money. Exactly. <laughs> Room for one more, honey. Um, oh, I remember now. Hey, Noosh, okay. tell them about your award you just won. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not gonna do it. Somebody else, t- somebody else, talk about <laughs> it. Guess what? Someone gave a, like no, no, no. a someone gave a trophy here's, to Noosh. Here's why I'm laughing though. It's because you're like, oh Ken, I thought there was something you wanted to say or talk about. Yeah. You wanted and to bring it up. And then he's like, oh, I don't remember. And you're like, oh, never mind then. And he's like, oh, now I remember. It was how you got an award. And then, then he's like, <laughs> he's like, talk about it. I, I, I purposely did not want to. Actually. Yeah, it sounds like you were trying to get him to. I mean, I, bring I wasn't it up. actually. I, really I know, didn't I know. Think he had a but story, I'm saying but, it's just funny that it right. sounds like. Yeah, that. Mr. Humble. Anyway, he was gonna actually bring you a cake or some kind of treat as a congratulations, but you made him get here really early. Yeah, so. I was gonna put a, I, I was gonna go like Krispy Kreme or something. Yeah, and then congratulations, Noosh, uh, you won a trophy. But I did. yeah, and money. They gave me money, dude. How they gave you money? money? Okay, check it out. You know how for a student research day on this campus, I was supposed to win a hundred dollars because I got first place. That you yeah. never got. I never got the money, and the problem was that I spent <clears throat> seventy dollars on Pokemon Go, and this is my way of making <laughs> that money back. <laughs> The whole the whole reason you entered this competition is to get that seventy dollars. I just back. want I want my money back, Niantic. I want my money back. Where's my money? But the thing is, they didn't give me the money at the school. So this, so I was like, all right, I'm going to a higher level state competition to get my money. How much do they give you? Five hundred bucks. Nice. Yeah. Oh wow! Did they give you six hundred to include the no. No, it's so fine. You're just, you're the problem is 100. that I mean, I, I still have to fill out some forms to get it, and I all and there's always room for something to go wrong. So. You know, part of me hopes you don't get it, only because that'd, that'd be a great noosh 
life story. Yeah, I mean, that's just, a thing that would happen. No matter what happens to me, I, I never get the They're money. like, oh, man, great job. You're the best in the state. You're going to get $500, and then you, they just forget. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Such is Noosh's life. By the way, I mean, Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. I mean, listen, this competition has different uh, categories, you know? Right. Mathematics, physics. Mm-hmm. Mine was business and economics, uh, computer science. Anyway, one of them, though, is straight up just agriculture. And, and literally everybody who enters that just kind of looks around like, all right, so Cal Poly's going to win, right? Because they are the agriculture and engineering school. That's what they do. Who won? An agri- Cal Poly. An agriculture <laughs> competition. Yeah. Like I grow Cal- better potatoes well, than you? Well, it's or? agriculture tech, so it's oh, okay. like it's farm tech. Yeah. So anyway, um, all right, well, let's go ahead and start the show since yada, yada, yada. Cool. Nice intro. All right. Get ready. So, welcome to another episode of uh, Noosh Burger, home of the, the Noosh Burger. I'm your host, Noosh. Anyway, to, he's to our talk. host, Noosh Burger. Noosh Burger. I'm your other host, also Noosh Burger. I love that show. <laughs> no, you're, uh, you're the Ryan Shake. The Ryan Shake? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can... Whatever, whatever that is. Uh, uh, so, we're all food items yeah, in the why burger not? place. What are you, Courtney? What, what food item um... are you? Um... Are we Aqua Teen Hunger Force now, right now, or Bob's <laughs> Burgers? I don't know. Aqua Teen Hunger Force would be a good... For another time. Yeah, 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 for another time. I got another one from Courtney that I'm not going to tell you about, but we're going <laughs> to do it next time. You're just stockpiling them now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dibs on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, that's mine too. Okay. I already know who I am. I literally, I literally already know who I am. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Courtney. Well, I had to choose a... No, you have to introduce yourself. You're, you're, who okay. are you? Who are you? Who is this? On the radio show <laughs> slash burger restaurant, Noosh Burger, home of the Noosh Burger. I'm Keenan. So that's Courtney. Yes, I'm Courtney. And I'm Kel. <laughs> well, one letter off isn't yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's just a typo. Actually is. He's just a well, typo of his own name. <laughs> on the actual analogy that we're going to be using today, so I'm, I'm doing that today. If we were Dragon Ball Z characters. Oh, oh my God. I'll start off with Ken. By the way, I'd have to kind of explain who these characters are for anybody who probably doesn't know. Yeah. If Ken was a DBZ character, he would be Yachirobi. Remember that Yachirobi did by any no. chance? Remember I that hate, fat guy I hate with that the guy. sword? I hate the that guy. guy with the sword. <laughs> Only because that guy was so... No, for two reasons. One, that guy was the most like rational person on the entire show where everybody else like all right i'm gonna go fight this giant monkey i'm gonna go fight this alien from outer space who can destroy planets that guy's like i'm gonna chill in the tower with my cat like i'm cool i'll be over here do you know do you know why he was the most logical because he had to formulate like an excuse to get out of the fight (laughs) because he was like scared of everything there was literally one time he did one thing and he literally cut the tail off yeah 
That's he right. he did that one thing that one time, and then he just chilled with his cat. He's dude. And listen, <laughs> let's be honest. He's a stoner on that show. Like that's all he does. He pets his cat. He takes those sensu beans, which are just a a code for pot. Okay, <laughs> we know it's weed. Just edibles. <laughs> yeah, if you watched the original one, he's, he's actually like, he's hey, actually man. more brave in that. And, and, yeah, well, because he was fighting like the dragons in that. Because literally had a sword. everybody on that show was brave in the original show before everybody started shooting lasers from their hands. Yeah, because and that's when everybody's like, all right, well, yeah, I mean, because when you shoot lasers, game over, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> not gonna try to. Dude, I'm just fighting humans and like yeah. dinosaurs. Now, I mean, look, now dude, I'm fighting freaking space dude, aliens. The guy Yamcha literally was like, you know what? I'm done fighting people. I'm gonna play baseball. <laughs> he just yeah, he did was do like, that. I'm gonna play baseball. I'm gonna play baseball. <laughs> Pretty much everyone in from the original cast is now like, oh man, I can't fight anymore. These guys are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's just it's just Sen Goku. Yeah. Um, Courtney. Yes. You would be Android eighteen. I I mean, would you would you say so, Ryan? No. I feel like she's an Android eighteen. <laughs> is this just Sorry. because she gave you the cold shoulder earlier? <laughs> it, it it's partially. I, did not give I the was cold shoulder. I was really broken up. He came in. He's like, hey, Courtney. She didn't say anything. That's not true. He's like, let's hey, take pictures. Hey. I was like, hey, Courtney. Let's and take she pictures. She turned away from him. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> talk about over dramatic. And now he's like, oh, she's I Android mean, eighteen. By the way, she's an unfeeling robot. <laughs> I just I also I just, dude, that's true. Android eighteen <laughs> is an unfeeling logical robot. I mean, it's she's an Android. Then you're going to marry a short little bald man. And we're back. <laughs> After that short commercial break. So we just had a massive power outage on campus. It was madness. I don't know. Riots. There were people there running were, all over the place. There Broken were men windows. in hoods walking around with masks and candles. I don't know what was going on. Kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, actually, I'm we're not gonna lie. We're still here, though. The my yeah. favorite, my favorite. Because we're person, locked inside the studio. Well, nobody can get in. This is like bulletproof. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're protected. My favorite person on this campus, the uh, the nun, right? That <laughs> that random Korean nun woman yeah, that's right. on campus. I like to think she like tore off part of her skirt and pulled out like the staves and the daggers and stuff. <laughs> it's like a Buffy the Vampire story oh, kind of thing. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna. Oh no, dude. <laughs> no, like... man. Oh no. So uh, we were, we were ta- the last thing we were talking about was how Courtney is an unfeeling robot. <laughs> so and she marries a short bald monk. Person. That's it. Yeah. And I was saying, I hope that's not in my future. <laughs> anyway, so uh, rest of your, oh man, okay. the rest of your analogy. Anyway, going going on the rest of my analogy. So Ryan, um, Ryan, you would be the Piccolo of this show. <laughs> you really would be the Piccolo of this show. Why? Because Piccolo is of he, the show of this show. He's super, and that show. He's super cynical, but he's, he's caring. He's super cynical. He's he's tough as nails. He's but he cares deep down. I mean, he cares by slapping you around a little bit, you know. Okay. So I who, mean, so who would I be? I don't know. Would so I be Gohan? I don't know. Like, who would I be to? I mean, Canon Ryan Wayne. Gohan. In. Gohan is. I would say you could be Gohan only if you're talking about child Gohan, where he's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> because adult Gohan. Yeah. Well, well, he's a well, scholar. Listen, he does. He does also be that really goofy superhero for a minute right. there. And I was gonna say, but he's too. He's too. Not. I don't want this to sound mean, but yeah. he's too capable. Well, no, hold on, hold on. I'm really capable when I actually try to do stuff. Remember at things, like, yeah, yeah, things. Well, I, I think actually it's a good analogy. One, childlike nature. Two, outrageous, flamboyant behavior. Being a superhero, he's he's an academic. Uh, he is able to do stuff when he actually gets his shit together and does stuff. But at the same time, uh, he has limitations. Like, for example, I mean, like, in the in the newest movies, he uh, he stopped training, and now he can't even 
you know, get golden hair like everybody else. He's just a regular guy again. Really? Hey, I trained yeah. you. You did. And you let it all go, you son of a yeah. Oh, that is true. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. So, <laughs> move on. so we're talking about some... I trained you and so he the, doesn't listen. So the topic for the show, Ken, this episode scandals. is... Scandals. Scandals. Much like the power outage and all the... XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> or Gossip Boy. Gossip Noosh. Okay. Are we done? Yeah. Scandalous. So I guess I'll go first. Let's talk about beloved family man, family actor, part of all of our lives, Tim Allen. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. I, I know about Tim Allen's past. It's a great past. <laughs> so Tim Allen, before he was super successful family actor, Buzz Lightyear guy. Tool, Tim the Tool Man Santa. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you know, he was a comedian for a while. Uh, he was also really into cocaine. <laughs> 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 um in September 1978, Michigan passed a law that they called the 650 Lifer Law. And what this was is that if you were caught carrying 650 milligrams, or so, sorry, 650 grams or more of cocaine or heroin, you automatically get a life sentence in prison. No possibility for <laughs> parole, nothing. And uh, they, they really had a coke problem in Michigan. In heroin, yeah. Yeah. But well, they, no that exceptions. Didn't, that didn't change. No parole. Judges weren't even capable of giving any kind of discretion. Mm-hmm. So there was actually, it was kind of a problem. There was a lot of people who were just giving rides to a friend who happened to be a drug dealer who had a lot of coke and you know the guy driving the car is now life in prison never had a prior record never did anything just was driving their shitty cousin around i mean you know this yeah. whole 650 what is it, 650 Six, grams 650 grams that's actually really really mild compared to where i come from sri lanka where if you have even like a small little bag of weed or if you have weed stuck to your foot because you accidentally stepped on it while you're walking to the <laughs> airport you'll you'll probably get the death penalty or something like it's like crazy out there yeah, so we had a, a little bit of that in Michigan in September 1978 mm. was when this was enacted. Yeah. So October 1978, a month later, family-friendly toy space hero in the was making. Was he at that time? Because I think at in that time. In the making. In the making. Okay. In okay. the making. Back then, he was just stand-up comedian who yeah. had a coke problem and a mustache. Yeah. Uh, so he was uh, at the Kalamazoo Airport, which is- uh, a, uh, That is where he would that's be. That's where it would happen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's just walking through the airport, minding his own business, trying to go from one place to another. He, uh, got, uh, searched by some drug-sniffing dogs, and when I tell you how much product he had on him, I would have to imagine, like, every dog in the area that was dog's just like, nose oh, was in man. his ass. Like, it was, <laughs> he had up there. more than a pound and a half of cocaine. By the way, I mean, I'm assuming Jeez. he's muling it, right? He's got it. I don't know where he had it, but a pound, listen, and, a pound and a half is a lot to stick up your ass <laughs> or any other. Nah, man. Listen, if you're a professional like he is, that's oh, not a problem. Oh. So he had more than a pound and a half of cocaine on him in Michigan right after this lock him into Right after this lock him into effect. <laughs> so unfortunately for him, this means he's got more than a lifetime's worth of coke in Several his bag lifetimes. or in his person inside him, whatever. Mm-hmm. So how did he get out of it? I mean, obviously he's not still in prison. We all know that he's been Santa yeah. for a number of years and all these <laughs> other <laughs> things. Bloody toy. He squealed. He ratted out every single drug dealer <laughs> or drug using friend that he had 
or that he knew of to get the deal to get a deal with the, the prosecution. So he ended up being charged on a federal level, like instead of instead of Michigan's instead crazy of Michigan's state level state yeah. law. Uh, and he ended up getting sentenced to like three years. And he only served about two. Then he went on to have a successful a career, lucrative career as a family man, a comedian, and yeah. toy, and, and you know what? Santa. And he says like, "Oh, the the getting arrested changed my life and whatever else." But you know, what my favorite thing about this story is it also just reiterates that whole thing where it's like you have to if you know the right people, yeah, you can go far in life. If you know the right Hollywood executives, if you know the right drug dealers to rat out, <laughs> you can yeah. get out of anything. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, be rich and famous. Know a lot of people who do drugs, so you can rat them out, and then know a lot of people. Who can I mean, I'm surprised he's not in any trouble though, because I mean, when you rat people out, usually you end up. Yeah, he can and, have I mean, a he, hit he, on him he or something. He had a lot. Of, he had a lot of people. He, he's like, I know all these people. Just let me out of here. <laughs> I wonder did he compensate them afterwards? Like when I make it big. Oh, maybe he. Uh, he's like, you know what, guys? I'm gonna become a famous actor, <laughs> and I'll pay. Well, you listen back. though. Here's the thing: yeah. if you're. It's unlikely. Conjugal visits. If you're, pay if for. you know a guy and you sold him a pound and a half of cocaine, and he's in the Kalamazoo airport in Michigan, and he's like, "Listen, I'm gonna rat you out, but don't worry, I'm gonna be in uh, kids' good. movies one <laughs> no, day. Don't worry, I'm good for it. I'll pay you back, like like with, with interest, <laughs> in ten years. Yeah, I'll get you out of prison. I, I'll be rich. I'll have good lawyers. You know, just I'll be in kids' movies. <laughs> I gotta rat you out though. I gotta get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Between you and me, I'm the one who's going to probably make it. No one's going to believe you. He had, he also looked... Not with that mustache. He looked like a drug dealer. Yeah. He he had, like, the mullet and the mustache thing. He was... Oh, God. Yeah. He was rocking it. I remember that. I mean... You remember that? The, the picture, I mean. Oh, yeah. I was like, you His were alive shot, when that happened. <laughs> I'm a lot older than I... <laughs> <laughs> On the inside. Yeah. It, was that the entirety of it? That was the whole thing of his story, yeah. I have another one, but I'll tell it Yeah, yeah. later. Courtney? All right, I w- I'm going to take you guys back to ancient China. <laughs> okay, okay. It's already scandalous. Yeah. It's pretty scandalous. So this is... How, how ancient? Qin Dynasty? Han Dynasty? Or? The... Okay, does it go, Dynasty go by, like, the person's last name? Yeah. Okay, so, well, this guy is kind. considered... Fa- family, I guess. He's considered it's, the first emperor of all China? It's not really... I mean, it, it's supposed to be, but it's not really. They've made up names, yeah. I mean, go on. So, what is it? So, um, well, I don't know how to... I'm going to mess it up. Okay. But the guy's name is... I don't know. <laughs> is <laughs> it try. Q, is Making it Q-I-N? The last name I can probably get is... Chin? Huang. Huang. Shi Huang. I can't. Yeah. I it's from know. the Qin Dynasty. Is it X? Yeah. It's yeah. Qin, is Qin with the QI? Yeah. Q- okay, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because that's so how you pronounce it. So Qin Shi Huang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's Qin. So he's considered the first. By the way, let me just throw this out there. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the Qin Dynasty that everybody should know is that they call it a dynasty, but they literally lasted 20 years. I mean, the Han Dynasty was like 300 years. Yeah. yeah. Qin was like, oh, we're here for 20 years. We, we brought them together. So, like, then we got overthrown. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Yugoslavia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean they they are they barely reached adulthood as a dynasty. <laughs> God. They're That's cut like out, cut out, and they're, and they're lifetime, adolescents. Yeah. Couldn't even drink. So, um, so this has to do with him and his mother, Queen Zhao. Oh man, okay. I know this. You do? I, I've taken Asian studies classes. Oh okay. Yeah, go for it. So, well, then you can correct or whatever. Okay. This is according to what was on here. I'll be really hypercritical of you. <laughs> I mean, I expect that much from an android. Perfection. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, so she uh, would had a long-term affair with the minister Lu Bowei, although according to another thing I was looking up, she was a, a concubine to him, and he was a merchant. So depends on. So, anyways, she had a long affair for, with him, and I guess 
I guess he became um, kind of bored with her or something, but he decided he wanted to try to find somebody else for her to continue to have an affair that with. That is the most sweetest. What a weird. Yeah. It's really weird. I, yeah. was, I was really like, oh, he's trying to find another girl to whatever. Yeah. No, he's, he's like, let me find you else. another dick. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired <laughs> of putting much. mine inside of it. Yeah. I mean, back in when gentlemen were gentlemen, you know what? I, I don't want to do this anymore, but. I'm sure somebody else I does. I want you I'll to continue them. having fun. Yeah. Well, and he found somebody to give her fun. So they, <laughs> together, they tracked down this guy named Lao Ai, and he was known for having the biggest penis. I mean, the, the biggest, by the way. The, the wow, big, so hold on, hold on. <laughs> Jesus, Courtney, of course. Yeah, of course I went to back did to penis. Pl- did mean, you plan this? <laughs> yes, of course. I like how he's like, listen, penis. We're not gonna do this anymore. I'm no. gonna find you another dude, and she's like, give me a big old. Dick. Listen, I I do believe though that Courtney did not intend to find I did a not. scandal find her. with she's dicks. Not. It was an unsolicited was. dick story from Google. <laughs> an unsolicited dick story. Yeah. It's like yeah. they already know. They they modified the searches. We know to what you. she's looking based for based on her searches. Based on her searches, <laughs> this is what you're looking for. Yeah. And it wasn't just any dick. It was the biggest dick in China. So big that he would take a wagon wheel and put it on himself to act as an axle. That's how big he was. Wow. Listen. No. There's his party trick. No, listen. I need this guy to exist right now in modern day and just quell that that myth about you know the, the Asian penis like he needs to be there and just yeah. throw it out there I need a wagon wheel you know, just put it on a platter and like hello ladies there's no, there's no pants that can contain this I need a wheel they didn't have pants back then they wore like those little dresses things <laughs> okay so Lao Ai okay now, he didn't want to, you know, they had to be very discreet because she is the queen. So, obviously, he can't, you know, be going in and out of her chambers and everything. So, her and Lu Buwei, Buwei, I'll just call him that. By the way, if um, anybody was wondering what the king was up to, he was just busy boning other women. That's Probably, that's yeah. Just but that he, was her son, so she wouldn't right. really care what yeah. was going on. He's a chin. But, um, so, what they decided to do was to fake Lao Ai being castrated and make him a eunuch. Oh, because no, that's true. Because only eunuchs are allowed inside the castle. It can go inside, right? Exactly. So they had to he, fake he, cutting he could, off the biggest. He dick could in go China. in and out of her chambers without any suspicion. So okay, yeah. okay. She's like, listen, you can come into my room whenever you want. You just gotta tuck it in, <laughs> even though you can put a fucking wagon wheel on. <laughs> just put it up on your waistband. Just yes. Try not to choke on it or. <laughs> Get it stuck in your... Yeah, and you just much. use a belt and just hold it up. And if somebody asks, just say like, oh, yeah, I, I got like a tumor on my stomach. <laughs> so, yeah. So in, so he had to fake being a eunuch. I guess that what that entailed was he had to take off his beard and be bald. Yeah. Mm. So I guess that was a sign of being a eunuch. Um, so he was able to do that. And then he actually, they did have two kids together. Um, by 238 BCE, he Who was... Who did they think she was having sex with? The king. The king. Yeah, I mean, the idea is that the no, king wait, has... Can you say the king was her son? Yeah, the king is her son, so she's, oh, she's, the... not, she's not sleeping whoa, whoa, with wait. her son. So you're saying that the older king is dead and the younger yeah. king is the king. So yeah, the, the her son... Uh, yeah, that's why Chin, she's banging this, this merchant Because yeah. she needs... Yeah. Oh. And then he got her big old... That's problematic. I mean, but the thing is, though, at that time... It was all sealed off, you know. It's not like she can get in trouble for that, really. I guess she huh? just the only one who would get her in trouble for it, though. It's those other women. 
Because they're just like, oh, they'll gossip about it, be like, oh, she got pregnant, Scandal. blah, 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 oh, throw like that, her out. concubines? Yeah, because, well, they're all trying to move up in rank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if one concubine's higher rank, the ones below her might be like, oh, if we just bump her out, we'll rise up in rank. Yeah. Well, Lao Ai, so while he was having this affair with her, um, he did start to gain political um, uh, yeah. Higher up. By the way, man, what are this guy's life goals? He's like, you know, I'm going to uproot my entire life, tuck in my dick. I'm going to move into a castle where I have to pretend to be some, you know, eunuch to bang the queen. What was it? I mean, what what, what, what was in it for him? Yeah, what did he expect? He was probably like a wagon maker in real life. Like he made wagons. <laughs> that's, that's how that's he discovered that's that he how could he do that. About the, yeah, exactly. The trick, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just where I don't know what is you know what he got caught up in the whirlwind of. I have a friend who royal sex. I have a friend who just one day decided, you know, I'm going to move to Australia, and he just moved to Australia. And I remember Heike, our old boss from Arvado, asked him, like, like Max, how do you make life decisions? Like, what, what are your goals in life? I kind of feel the same way about Lau. Oh, I thought Lau. you were going to say what his answer was, so we were going to get some insight into. Oh it. no, he just laughed about it, and he just still moved to Australia. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I don't. Bye. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, just this guy, just, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he was able to move up and stuff, and he was able to do things. However, his downfall was that he was accused of fell out of being... his waistband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it was like that episode of Friends with Joey and the fake... Uh, fake penis? fake penis. Wait, I, what? Remember? It was actually not fake penis. It was, it was, a, it was fake a, foreskin. It was a fake foreskin. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that yeah, episode, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The, the, those are the the X-rated episodes of Friends, guys. Just <laughs> anybody at home wondering. That's not for children. <laughs> um, so he was accused of being in collusion with the with the queen to to secretly father the next king, um, and so he was accused of that, and he was investigated. While he was being investigated, he tried to arrange a coup d'état, um, and it failed because he didn't have enough people with him. So he the punishment he got was that he was dismembered. And then he was torn apart by oh five horses. Gosh. And then the wait, how did he get dismembered? Then torn apart by five horses. Dismembered by being torn. Probably apart. dismembered by five. Well, or did they it, castrate it dis- him? I'm th- maybe they actually castrated him yeah, this okay. time. So and then he was torn apart. Literally dismembered. Dismembered. Yes. Dismembered. Then they ripped no, him apart yes, by five horses. Exactly. Okay. Beheaded. Yes. I think that was a common, <laughs> common punishment too. So that was his oh. punishment. The queen and her two sons were killed. Um, Whoa, her sons? Mm. Well, the, her sons with him. Oh, okay. okay. That still sucks. I mean, it just still kids. sucks. Yeah, but so they they were all killed, and then anyone who Man, followed them. Man, this is all fun and games and wagon exiled. wheels, and now everyone's yeah. dead and, and quartered. Pretty much. Listen, we got we got to stick to dick stories that are fun. You know, <laughs> the, the the fun dick stories are the nice ones. <laughs> thanks, oh, actually, I mean, thanks, I'm, I'm I'm not. I think I might I might have one of those. A fun dick story. A fun, fun dick, dick story. story. Yeah, but before was yeah, that? Yeah, that was that was it. Before I tell my fun dick story, I want to share a story, though, that I think is, I think this is important. One of the most important things about the various, you know, people trying to become president, you know, first woman president, first, you know, black president, is it allows people to look up and say, you know what, I could do that, you know? Yeah. So one of the interesting things I discovered was that there is a possibility that we may have already had our first gay president. Hot. Hot, right? Um, because here's, I mean, dude, this was a shock to me. So, the 15th president of the United States of America, way back, we're going way back, James Buchanan, he's the only president who was never married, ever. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. but. 
Were they just... That, that's it. That's the end of the story. I mean, <laughs> he's not married, so he must be gay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Clearly. There's actually more to it. So apparently, um, many wondered, during that time, many of his contemporaries wondered about his sexuality. And his nickname among fellow politicians, as written, was Aunt Nancy. They called him Aunt Nancy. Um, and he had a best friend that he met in 1834 named William Rufus King. Look, I'm just saying. Good old William. I'm Rufus just, King. I'm just saying. <laughs> the Are you William, saying that's a gay name? No, I'm just saying the Rufus part. <laughs> it's, Thanks, man. Everything about is the Rufus just sticks out to me. You know why? It's because it's the Rufio. era of Benjamin Franklin's and Thomas Jefferson's, and then William. And then there's Rufus. And then there's, and then there's this Rufus. dude named Rufus. Just <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So uh, William Rufus King was his friend. He was a close friend, friend. Close friend. Vice <laughs> president to Franklin Pierce later on. And uh, his nickname was Miss Fancy. So Aunt Nancy and Miss Fancy. Aunt Nancy and Miss Fancy. BFFs. And no joke, people often said about William Rufus King that he's going to be a future wife to a president. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and here's the thing. We're, we're talking about documents. This is in writing, like yeah, right. letters yeah. and documents. And the thing is, we can't. we don't know the truth. We don't know the details about this. Right. But the fact that they wrote these jokes... In this context, it just kind of lends itself to this idea that there was. You some... know what I wonder also? Yeah, we we can if you think of a stereotypical gay man yeah. today, you know, there's certain things that we all think of, yeah. or what have you. Mm-hmm. Back then, they were all wearing makeup and wigs, <laughs> right, and talking really weird, and yeah. wearing heels. Heels were first invented for for men. Yeah. So what is what is how, what, how do you how do you yeah. look at a person yeah. back then and go what's up Aunt Nancy yeah or <laughs> that what's up Miss Fancy like that guy's how, totally gay how gay do yeah. you have to be with when everyone's wearing ruffles and makeup and wigs you know what if if you wear the wrong wigs I guess I mean if you're or wearing maybe you like wear always the right wig or maybe Man, this guy's got or too much fashion point sense with or do it what if he's never as a bad that or it's the sh- opposite you don't shave you're scruffy mm, yeah, you're muscular and you're just walking around yeah but here's the... the thing you don't you don't call someone miss fancy or he's the future wife of a president because mm. women are still feminine so they're yeah. still equating them to a woman yeah but back then i mean dude look at yourself in the mirror you're pretty <laughs> yeah. pretty womanly yourself well, uh, anyway, King and Buchanan, after they met in 1834, they moved in together and they lived together for yeah, many, they many. Did. They lived together for many, many years until um, Buchanan's getting ready to, f- to go for the presidency. He gets a fiance, and mysteriously, the fiance in distress commits suicide. Oh, um, this got dark. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people think that it's because she found out that he was that he was gay, gay, and she didn't want to deal with the scandal and etc but anyway he denied Girl, it and he became president why wouldn't you just be like sweet <laughs> she has to do no work at all and just yeah, become know, the man. first lady you're just first lady you can go bang whoever i guess as long as you don't get caught yeah, she has her life he has his you know he's kind of like our current he's got rufus first family <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a burn <laughs> living so, separate lives here's my here's my real story my real story is about. Oh, I thought that was your story. No, no, man. This is just that was my precursor. That was uh, his appetizer. My, here's my real story. Feel free to chime in. All right. So this is a story about the ladies of Newport. All right. So in 1917, Newport, Rhode Island, was full of alcohol. 
Nice. <laughs> That's how it starts. Party city. So, I mean, yeah, it was it was swimming in alcohol. Jersey Shore before Jersey Shore. Yeah, basically. So, but, but well, there's no, one other there's one other Rhode element. Island, so. There's one other element to throw in there. It was also the home of the US Navy training station, which is the principal naval training station in the country at the time. So, it is Jersey Shore for a lot of navy bros. Sea sea bros. Seamen. Seamen. <laughs> That's fitting. It's it's Jersey Shore for semen. Yeah. Got it. Jersey Shore. <laughs> I mean, Jersey Shore is already for semen, but, you know, it's it's, it's for people. It probably smells like semen, too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, alcohol, uh, Navy sailors. There was also, uh, like, theater and vaudeville-style shows that were common there. And um, the name for many of these vaudeville shows uh Call, it was called the Ladies of Newport. Strip club. Um, so here's a quote from Admiral William H. Sims. Uh, he went to watch a show called Jack and the Beanstalk, and he said, quote, It was a corker. I have never seen a more prettier girl than Princess Mary. She was the daintiest thing I've ever laid eyes on. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. entire show, you should know, the Ladies of Newport, it, it was men in drag. <laughs> Wow! It was a drag show. It was Men in Drag. Uh, Actually, one thing that you should know, though, about did they know it was Men in Drag? Yes, they did, because Newport's famous for that. Newport, as I believe it or not, was very tolerant at the time. There was, I mean, it was a very religious town. But it was also tolerant. It was, it was fine with the burlesque and the the homosexuality Mm. and the 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 cross dressing and and all of that. It's a Thailand Um, of America. <laughs> I, but, but I mean, I'm assuming they were just like. But when you come to church, you dress. <laughs> you, you dress the you, part. Wait, was there a rule? I, I don't know, but I'm assuming because like, what's up, princess? The clergy was just okay make sure with you wear it, a suit when you come to yeah. church. Yeah, you're a prince when you come to church. Anyway, um, so they had brothels that existed at the time for gay sex openly. In fact, so openly that many, many men lined up for gay sex at these brothels. Uh, that sometimes they had to call in the police. No, not not because they had to break it up to create an orderly line. <laughs> the police were crowd just control. there to do crowd control. There were bouncers for the brothel. Everyone stand directly behind each other in a very straight <laughs> yeah. line. Just stack dudes into each other. Just... Wait till you get inside. Stop. <laughs> Stop humping. Stop it. You can wait. But, I mean, it was rowdy, I guess. They were all, like, just, it was. Because they were anxious. They, they wanted to get in anxious there. Anxious to get in there. I mean, and this get was, in there. <laughs> And this was both, you know, Navy sailors and civilians. It was, it was everybody. So, well, everybody with a penis. Every, well, yeah. I mean, everybody. With a penis. I mean, come on. I mean, it was, it was 1917, man. Women didn't have those rights yet, you know. So, it was, it was still a, what's it called? Like a boys club. Boys club. <laughs> Very much of a yeah. boys club. It was a boys the club. Most boys club. Yeah. So, February 18th, 1919, Irwin Arnold reported for training at. Navy <laughs> training. Look, guys, basically, it was the biggest gayest party in America <laughs> at the time, right? Yeah. And like, and it lasted for years. And like any good party, the the wrong person hears about it. Uh, you report for duty. Thanks, oh. just like, Wellington. Well, what what's this? What's this guy's what, name? What are you doing over there? His name's Irwin Arnold. You sound Someone like a Irwin. fucking party foul. <laughs> yeah, Irwin so, Arnold. Irwin Arnold reports for duty, and he is shocked. To discover the level of debauchery Look in at Newport, all these dudes humping other dudes. Look at all these dicks out. 
Uh, he has rheumatism, so immediately upon getting to training camp, he had to go to the hospital. So when he get when he got to the hospital, he overheard a conversation between Samuel Rogers and Thomas Brunel, where they talk about the gay culture of Newport. You know, the gay nightlife. Mm-hmm. They were like, "This is awesome," or they were. Well, oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were, they were gay guys. Yeah, they were like all about it. So anyway, by the way, <laughs> this is actually important. Part of the conversation that Samuel and Thomas had was how they would go to the local YMCA to pick up men in the lobby for sex. That was just, and that was just a <laughs> common thing to do. By the way, this is one of the stories that That's kind of created it, yeah. that the YMCA story. thing. The YMCA, I mean cuz I mean it's a true story like people would go to the, the lobby, pick up men, go upstairs to one of the rooms that they had for people and mm-hmm. they would have, you know, like relations. So it was like a thing. Um anyway, so Arnold uh took it upon himself to personally investigate these allegations yeah i bet you did <laughs> he just be <laughs> openly gay like everyone else arnold stop being such Where's a the bitch fun in that? The quotes... stop being such a pussy and suck a dick <laughs> so the Get quotes it together. <laughs> the quotes about this guy dude reminds me a lot of rorschach from the watchman like yeah. he's he's just like you know 6 a.m walking down the street the streets are full of sin it's <laughs> It's horrible. I can smell the sex on his breath. I can smell the sex. It smells like, like sex. He's just I can so feel it coming into my pores. <laughs> anyway, so he's just really angry about the dicks. only. The only difference was he was he was like I'm trapped in here with them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder uh, is that also where they got the the idea that sailors are gay. Too. Well, probably. I mean, uh, maybe. I, would I mean, it sounds I mean, it like sailors, sailors, gay sailors are gay. YMCA is yeah. gay. It was the. I mean, it was. The biggest gayest party in America. For Sounds a great. Yeah. Sounds so fun. So, um, anyway, so he, f- <laughs> dude. Oh, this guy, in what? the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got it in yeah. my head. Yeah, man. In the Navy. So he would follow men as they hooked up at the YMCA. Follow them to Maybe their he rooms. was just really into watching, dude. Maybe he was a voyeur. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Mean, He's just in the corner, like, look at these disgusting he was, sons of bitches. <laughs> he had a journal, and he was writing about just how depraved it was and just how, you know, sit, he would describe <laughs> their sex because sometimes he'd watch it, them. Yeah, I right? bet you. He did. wrote uh, about it? He just, yeah, he did. He took a journal? He wrote about how they would go into their rooms and then they would come out and they. Looking all different. Lu- <laughs> with flushed, sweaty faces. Um, he was so angry about it. So, anyway. He's just mad he's missing out. He gained the trust of some men. No, he, he was angry he's missing out. So he gained the trust of some of the men and attended cocaine sex parties. <laughs> of course. Because he had to see for himself. This is yeah, all right. investigation. Right. Yeah. For himself. Purely for, for myself. documentation He purposes. was completely straight at those sex parties. I'm doing this only for science. Yeah. Put Whatever in happened in there, he was totally straight, he claimed. <laughs> he put it in me, and it didn't feel good, but, you know... I had to. I had he to had know. to find out what I was going on. I gotta on. take one for the team. I had to know yeah. if they were exactly. really doing He's a that. Team player. His notes reference things like uh, anal sex. Uh, <laughs> okay, they describe oral sex and also something referred to as browning, which I think we don't need to describe. Are they shitting we, on yeah. each other. Well, I think actually it's more about. Oh yeah, actually anal sex is yeah, it's probably that. So <laughs> I mean, if he says anal sex is a separate thing from browning, I mean, I think that's yeah. Some poop, poop, well, poop play. In any case, uh, there's a quote in this in this and subsequent conversations with Arnold Brunel, which is the, one of the gay guys, Samuel Brunel, one of the people. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, he's the one who got him into the cocaine test yeah, right. party. Brunel provided a directory of acquaintances who enjoyed sex with other men. Harrison Rideout, commonly called Galley Gertie, was a two-way artist who could be screwed in the rectum and also took it in the mouth. He took cocaine, as did Fred Hoag, better known as Theta Barra, and John Gian- Gianaloni, also known as Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Bo- both cocksuckers. Um, a hospitalized baker, Albert Kirk, was another two-way artist. Brunel referred to Billy Hughes, called Salome, as his wife, claimed he was screwing him nearly every night, and boasted that Billy gave him money whenever he needed any. Frank Dye, whom everyone knew as Speedy, had a reputation as a hard man. (laughs) Arnold was told that a man he filleted felt as though someone was drawing his brains down through his penis. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Jay Goldstein, also known as Becky, to friends, was still a harder one who had a nice chin to rest a pair of balls on. (laughs) This stuff is great. Listen. Wow, he was oh, very Becky. detailed in his observations. Listen, Arnold, who oh is my God, who Becky, is <laughs> who is gay cocaine party Rorschach, wrote that down. He was deep in that cocaine oh, party. Oh, he was deep. <laughs> so okay, did he have to test all these nicknames himself? All I'm saying is, you don't get invited to more than one cocaine sex party unless you yeah, part- man. Yeah. participate. It's like a gang. You I mean, gotta get yeah. initiated. Yeah. You gotta. So. Uh, Arnold took his claim to high command, where a military transcriber was called to type up all of Arnold's notes. <laughs> Everything that I just read to you had to be documented in military yeah. official documentation. Yeah, Admiral Spencer S. Woods, commander of the 2nd Naval District, ordered an investigation. A court inquiry was created to investigate this immoral behavior in Newport. And the person assigned to investigate this Don't. whole thing... No. Was what? it him, the same dude? He was one of them. But uh, no, there, there's some... Well, I mean, he's... Listen, he's just some random Navy no, guy. No, I know. I thought they were like, listen, you know it best. You've been deep <laughs> undercover this no. whole time. Well, he, he has. But he but he's he was part of the investigation team. But you need a leader. You need somebody who's proven. So the commander of the 2nd Naval District assigns a 37-year-old assistant secretary of the Navy to take command. He was young. He was, you know, ready to really make his mark in the Navy. His name was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Wow. (laughs) So Roosevelt selected Arnold to coordinate the investigation because Arnold was already, he had contact. He was already in there. He had a lot of contact. So uh, More contact than most. Roosevelt and Arnold started the investigation. The investigation consisted, I want you to listen carefully to this and tell me, comment as much as you want. Tell, Tell me what you think. The investigation consisted of 13 investigators who were chosen to go undercover to investigate the situation. They have to see taking, it for themselves. Roosevelt, by taking dick. Arnold had told them, it will be hard. It, will be hard. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> he knows from experience. He does. <laughs> and it will not be the cleanest of work. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty <laughs> check. Tart check. Talking about that browning. It's a lot of poop and a lot of dick. So... Uh, Roosevelt and Arnold selected the men on the basis of their youthfulness and their attractiveness. They were honest and reliable and good-looking men from 1824. So why did they send the hot dudes? Just because they would get laid? Probably. It's a a gay witch hunt. By the way, the transcriber was recruited. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I mean, what's funny about this is, okay, you know what this task force is for. 
when they try to recruit yeah. you. If you were really like, ah, uh, listen, I'm not, I don't want to take a dick in the butt, you'd be like, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. So all these hot dudes, they had to be like, listen, they had Ryan, to be. I want you to know that you are completely wrong about this, about the kind of men who signed up for this. These were apple pie eating, football playing, all American bo- who liked boys. Dick. And who were also were- gay. <laughs> <laughs> who just, okay. who just who they're a little curious. They just want to know. They like know. football. They like apple I mean, pie. They're also gay. I mean, listen, in the, in the military, you are commanded to do things, but at the same time, you know, there's there's no no no. But know. some things probably come easier to get than others. Yeah, a lot. Like Noosh, if someone told you, like military command, I want you to sleep with this woman. I was like, oh. I guess I'll do it for the military. <laughs> I mean, no, I'll do it for my country. I'll do it for exactly. my country. For your exactly. Country. So these guys obviously were at least they were true patriots they were taking patriots. this assignment. Yeah, and taking this that hard, day. hard assignment. <laughs> it's hard, dirty work. The, uh, the young investi- here's some government issued lube. <laughs> the young investigators were tasked with engaging in homosexual acts with targets <laughs> in the gay community and documenting these acts. They were given targets and they were told. You will. You're assigned to Ruth. Yeah. Go put your dick on her chin. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote their reports in the third person. <laughs> of course. Operative Millard Hughes wrote, met Frank Dye at 1 a.m. He wanted to find a dark place where he can pull off a job. <laughs> he wanted to get to business, so I leaned against the wall and let him suck me off. <laughs> <laughs> That's not in the third person. That's oh, not third yeah, person at all. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Well, I guess some of them were in the third person. This one was not, but some of them were in the third person. You're right. This one wasn't. I pull, I picked the wrong <laughs> one. Anyway, um, so just I want you to consider for a moment that the government, the military, commanded, assigned men to investigate homosexuality Franklin by— Franklin Delano Roosevelt <laughs> was like, listen, guys, you're going to get in there. Get and your you're gonna dicks <laughs> wet, and you're gonna write it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna send us reports that we will read. <laughs> the tri- oh and this is when we go to trial. So the trials were held through April 4th through April 22nd. Fifteen sailors were arrested for immoral behavior. They were brought before a jury of their peers, attorneys, and even some of their lovers. The investigators described in detail the sexual acts that were conducted. Older naval officers in the jury did not understand what some of the sex terms were. What's Browning? <laughs> the defendants were encouraged to list the names of their perpetrators to get lighter sentences. Many people were accused without proof and held for periods without trial. Mm. Seventeen sailors. That's... Basically, it was a gay witch hunt. Yeah. yeah. Seventeen sailors were charged with sodomy and sent to Portsmouth Naval Shipyard for naval prison. The judge of that entire trial reasoned that the trial in and of itself, in and of itself had significant flaws. No military or government authority could legitimately order the investigators to engage in these homosexual acts, which means that they were they were either willing participants willing participants whose claims were groundless, or they were under the unlawful command of their superior officers who were then <laughs> committing illegal. Yeah. So, so the judge is saying, listen, you can't just tell people to fuck other people. So either they're fucking other people, which is exactly what we're here to say they can't be doing. Or you did something illegal and I can't really like... Yeah, I mean, either the entire thing has to be thrown out of court or you guys did something illegal. (laughs) And you go to jail too. Um, However, still, um, the the people were still sentenced. I mean, regardless of the judge's view. Something's still going to happen. Yeah, the the judge ruled, but the jury still had their say. So 
the Christian religious community denounced the trials. Uh, I mean, partly because Samuel Neal Kent, who was a clergyman in the Navy, was accused of sex with a man. And uh, the, le- the religious leaders were railing against them. That's what started it, but they were just railing against the entire process. I mean, they were angry, though, because of the methods. Because yeah. they said it was vicious. It was the, uh, the, and also the unlawful detainment of soldiers with yeah. false accusation was also vicious. I mean, so it wasn't so much they were against necessarily, like, oh, we're fighting for the gay community. It's more like they were against this whole process of using men to sleep with other men to get these men arrested. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roosevelt claimed the situation in Newport and the vocal opposition of the religious community uh, will cause American parents to stop sending their children to enlist in the military. So he <laughs> thought it was like a, a, a like a national crisis. Actually, no one's going to join the military because they think they're all or the navy get, specifically. Nobody's nobody is going to join the military because the truth is that Everyone's Portsmouth is one big <laughs> gay party. Come on down. It's a it's a fun or time. Or people might There's join his, just for that. Yeah. yeah, it's like a gay party school. So There's their logo. The mm-hmm. fallout <laughs> slogan. The fallout of this is Roosevelt quietly resigned from his position as as assistant as, as assistant secretary. Uh, the Senate Committee on Naval Affairs investigated the whole thing. They denounced Roosevelt, claimed that he knew enlisted soldiers were being used in a sexual way to investigate the situation in Newport, and they said he violated the code of the American citizen and ignored the rights of every American boy who enlisted in the Navy to fight for his country. Wow, good and for them. And that dick. And, and, and listen, man, those boys, they, they knew what they were getting into. Uh, <laughs> and what was getting into them. Yeah. Uh, the investigation made no mention of homosexuality, but described the entire, I mean, imagine an entire trial, two trials, one about the tri- about the actual acts themselves and the other about the illegal trial. Yeah. And there's no mention of homosexuality, only a lack of moral perspective <laughs> uh, and the immoral conditions of Newport. Damage to, to this is damage to Roosevelt's reputation was quickly forgotten when he was stricken with polio. <laughs> I'm not even joking. And they're In like, some ways, they're, polio was the best dude, thing that ever happened. <laughs> dude, Roosevelt was hated for this, and then everybody's like, "Oh man, he's crippled." It's like not every day that paralyzed. when you mention polio that everybody starts laughing. <laughs> Um, the men that were used as operatives faced great difficulties later in life. They were seen as they were seen simultaneously as the guardians of morality, victims of assault, and, and degenerates and perverts, and also gay. Yeah. So they were seen as all those things at the same time. Like the American public was really confused about how to feel about them. Like they <laughs> did their so part. Much going on they in did this. so much for they, their job and, and also their country. Dude, I'm confused. Sucked but, a lot of dick. Yeah. Uh, the ladies of Newport became a colloquial name for the gays, uh, the gay community in that town, and uh, they were eventually released from prison in the 1920s. But you know, that story. <laughs> it's rough. Um, so Ken, what do you what do you got to share with us? Okay, we're gonna start something new on the show. It's okay. probably gonna Are be. Are we doing the personal thing? This the is per- well, basically. Wait, wait, wait. The- if we're gonna do that, then let me tell my other one real quick. Okay, well, let me just mention what the thing is. Basically, we all have a thing. I have my long-winded epic story. <laughs> yeah, you do. You could have been a little more excited. You yeah, know you do. Yeah, you do. That's great. Ryan loves my stories. He knows Edison Chen, the, uh, the South Sea Bubble. Those are good stories, man. I didn't say they were bad stories. Yeah. Okay. I just Ryan's thing is anecdotes. He tells a lot of witty anecdotes. I just made a... A face. A face about how Courtney long has her has dicks. wild, crazy <laughs> penises. Oh, yeah, dick stories. Yeah, she has dick stories. It's all dick stories. I it's... am more than just dick stories. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but on this show, you're just dick stories. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> don't, don't put her. Don't put her in a box. 
I don't want to be a dick in the, the box. In a box. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the dick might not fit in the box. That's the problem. And Ken's Ken's thing is basically he's gonna be telling personal stories. So, all right. Well, Ryan, you got a personal story you want to tell us. So tell us. Well, hold on. Before we do that, let yeah. me tell my other. Okay. My other thing. Your other okay. anecdote. Oh yeah, you offer it. I want to talk about Johnny Cash Bird Killer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Johnny Cash. Not bird killer yet. He was just regular musician. Just Cash. Johnny Cash. John. Uh, he's he was, John Cash. He was driving through Los Padres National Forest one day when a wheel bearing on his truck overheated. This eventually led to the whole thing going up in flames. His truck's on fire. Yeah. His response to this was the most Johnny Cash response <laughs> he could have wa- done. Did he walk away like really slow like as a car burned with his guitar he pulled over, over his back? He got out of the car and he went fishing. <laughs> he, just, so he just left it there. It wasn't a guitar slung over thought, his back. I, I, it was his yeah, fishing pole. He just left it yeah. there on fire. He went fishing. Uh, this led to a fire that burnt over a square mile of forest. Jeez. Uh, but more scandalous than that is that 49 California condors died in that fire, uh-huh. which at the time was half of the entire species. I was like, did that what made them go extinct? Fucking population. <laughs> he killed half of all California condors by leaving his truck there. Uh, the federal go- bleh, federal government sued him for this. Uh, his defense was that it was an accident. I mean, he didn't set it on fire on purpose, obviously. Uh, but but the he didn't try to put it out. He didn't try to put it out or call anybody. The courts decided that uh, because he both didn't give a single fuck about it burning <laughs> and the fact that he was so unapologetic about it that he even said things like, I don't give a damn about your yellow buzzards. <laughs> <laughs> they eventually forced him to pay like $82,000 in damages. Which is really not that much, considering yeah. that the government spent over $30 million trying to conserve the condors, <laughs> and he killed half of them by fishing. So, there you so, go. So, I mean, he was basically catching and killing things. While, uh, while killing things. <laughs> Both air and, and sea. I, I don't know of a water. Johnny Cash song talking about killing condors, but he could write one. He probably he, could. He could have written Maybe one. that was Ring of Fire. I, I hope there's a message. <laughs> oh, it is! No, wait, that came. Well, be, Ring of no. Fire is about marriage, but yeah. not going to all killing condors. Same thing. All right, so personal scandals. Yeah. Ken's corner. So now we're just going on all personal. So the first, I'll tell, I'll tell my personal scandal. Okay. The biggest personal scandal I've ever witnessed in person, which I was not personally a part <coughs> of, but a friend of mine back at our old company, Noosh knows this person. Mm. Arvado. Did you, yeah, Arvado. I mean, you know this person. I know this person very well. He knows all parties. <laughs> Go on. Uh, okay, so this person was a trainer at the time. Uh, we were both trainers. Yeah. So I mean, so all the trainers knew each other. Right. So yeah. as a trainer, they would hold classes and they would teach. And there's training rooms. There's like yeah. classrooms. And in you're the talking building. about young, new students, fresh face, looking to just got yeah. this job. learn about Arvado and what we do, Microsoft technologies, and yeah, they just got I this mean, job. Yeah. But by the way, I mean, I mean, these are all adults, of course, you know. Yeah. yeah. Consenting adults, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Young 20-somethings, you know. So this trainer, uh, one of these students happened to be a cute girl that he was interested in. She was interested in him. And uh, as two young, attractive people might do with each other, they fucked in the training room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On company time. Nice. They're getting paid for it. They're getting paid to have sex on company Not even property. on a lunch break. It's just not during a session. Was it on lunch break? 
between sessions? I don't know. I'm at, no, I'm asking if, if, oh, you, if, knew, if you knew, if you heard, if you had heard the story, if you knew. It was not. On, it was. Was there like was, CCTV, like a security no, not, fo- not camera there. footage? No. Nope. This person, you know, they locked the door. They made sure no one could see. The window shutters were closed. There's no et cetera, windows, etc. Metaphorically. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so they did this. I mean, more than once, I think. <laughs> right? It was. It, uh, it must have been. It, it must have been. How, how, how'd you guys times. find out about it? Did a rumor no, I spread? mean, we, uh, we, all, <laughs> we all knew each other. We all knew each other. That's... So this this person, this the girl, the the student, her ex, sort of not ex boyfriend, also the, the, worked there. It was there. basically there's a lot of crossover going on. There was there was a... they were together, then not together, then she was fucking the trainer, then they were together and then not together and she was fucking the trainer and then they were together again. And this boyfriend person was like, I'm gonna fucking kill that dude. <laughs> and he got <laughs> I mean pretty threatened like like this 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 friend of ours right. was pretty terrified actually. And it got to a point where, you know, we thought we might have to step like, in. We might have to step in. And we might have to yeah. throw down and protect my our our friend, our friend, and, <laughs> and uh, I don't remember how it all shook out. I don't remember what, exactly what happened. Nobody fought though. I didn't have yeah. to punch yeah. anyone in the. We didn't have to punch anyone in the uh, face. The, the the way it ended was that the ex had some. Oh, he got fired. Well, because or because let go or something. He he had, he had some illegal stuff. Yeah, criminal. He had and some. Cr- he had like a criminal history or something, and he couldn't work there. Right, something like that. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I don't know the details, but all I know is yeah. that that he did threaten that trainer. Yeah. And that trainer threatened him right back. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, I know these. So you know, if you keep saying stuff, yeah. you'll be fired. It was the hottest news at Arvado. <laughs> for like a it was. While. It was even crazier than that one time that dude got a blowjob in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, that happened. They, they got fired. Somebody from our department got a blowjob from like a like. Legitimately, like one of the hottest girls in that department at the time. Yeah. So anyway, this uh, the the fallout, I guess. Yeah. Trainer was fine, still worked there for a long time. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the girl was yeah fine. She yeah. worked there. I hate I hated her, <laughs> but she worked there. Yeah. Uh, and the the boyfriend. Well, he wasn't there, right? Yeah, he, he got let go. He got like yeah, he got let yeah. go. So that was, interesting. I mean, and then, and then eventually the 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 scandal died down because literally everybody found out. Oh, we're all being fired. Okay, now, we <laughs> yeah, don't care about who's having true. sex with exactly. who anymore. Just go as, at it. Have fun, as, as you crazy as, kids. As soon as oh, dude, we could have talked about the refrigerator thing. That's that's a scandal. That's not. We'll save it for another day. It's we'll not save a it for another day. Yeah, it's not really a scandal. Let's hear what Ken's Ken's yeah. scandal is. So way back when in high school, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, me and Courtney known each other for years, probably since yeah. junior high. Yeah, but this is not high. about Courtney. This is about <laughs> me and how stupid I was. I, I, by the way, on, on some level, I feel weird that we never we, we were really good about keeping that like, you know. I think we were. Yeah. All names omitted. Oh, all names. No omitted. one's asked any Literally, questions. I thought it was going to be harder to keep I that. D- in I did wraps. too. It was. It was noosh. <laughs> my man <laughs> all right you almost got into a fight i i was actually i'm not gonna lie it's one of those things where you're like oh man i i kind of want to get the credit you got yeah you were the serial killer right now you were like you were like oh, i got away with it and you're like ah oh, but nobody's gonna know my legend 
It was Noosh. He was the trainer who was banging the girl <laughs> and, th- and wow. blackmailing. I knew I knew <laughs> something about the story. And blackmailing the boyfriend. You blackmailed the boyfriend? Wow, okay, Noosh. How'd you do that? <laughs> I'm, 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 I, n- nobody should mess <laughs> Don't mess with me. I'm a dangerous person. <laughs> As you say it with a serious face. I'll fuck face. your girlfriend at work and then blackmail you so you can't do anything about yeah. it. <laughs> He's a dangerous man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, in, you know, in- innocuous and, you know, but I, I'm dangerous. Yeah. Like Gohan. <laughs> like Gohan. Yeah. So Ken. So high school. So yeah. high school. Yeah. So high school, I was a late bloomer. I didn't really get a girlfriend until like really late. But when I finally got one, it was terrible. My friend stole her. <laughs> He's like, but when I finally got <laughs> no, one. I had that same experience. So I, I feel you, bro. So when I finally got, like, I, I, I tried to get her yeah. to sleep with him. Though I was like pushing her. You were trying to get her another yeah. dick. I was trying to get her. No, I was. I was. I because you know my whole thing with high school and girlfriends is I'm always trying to break up with them. So the easiest way to break up with a girl is to try to get her to get with somebody else and just really and then blame for her. her no, for oh it. God, no, that's terrible, dude. What kind of a monster? I, I did not. I just said, hey, you know what? You're into him. Let's just, just... go for it. Yeah. Very. I very was. I was sweet of you. I was. I was a an adult about this i was i was the bigger man you know mm-hmm. very altruistic <laughs> <laughs> so so i finally got a girl yeah senior year i finally got a girl and uh you met her you t- i took her to prom yeah so i'm is it her no it's not her oh, okay her? okay okay it's not her i'll be like okay it's not that reveal that then you i had my own scandal with my first boyfriend <laughs> dude you will no. tell us <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal so so what happened was that we went to out together pretty well like we had the nice high school kind of get together it's uh, i pass you a note uh click yes or something check yes adorable yeah so it was all great until one is much more tame than nusha scandal yeah until until (laughs) well i was only 17 and she was underage too so okay so me and this girl we finally get together it was like storybook wedding and all that stuff (laughs) wedding wedding it's kind of like that. When you're 17, storybook this, high school romance. When you're 17, this yeah, feels a lot like a of wedding. People got married when they were in high school. I mean, <laughs> in this room at least, three well, of us. Okay, <laughs> got married in high school. Yeah, what? Fake married. Fake. I mean, it's a fake marriage, but still, it feels real. Dude, so, I had a really weird high school, like different high school experience. Than you guys, <laughs> remember this, man? I was, I was, yeah, I was doing weird stuff in high school. Yeah. All right. So you got married, Ken. It was like marriage. So I was with her for like a couple months, and it went really good. I really looked forward to going to school every day. I mean, yeah. you're still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And then my friend comes to my house. Uh, at least we used to be friends back then. And he's like, hey, um, I really like her. Everybody knows it, but stay together with her. It's it's fine and all that okay. stuff. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I got his blessing because he, he started having a crush on her while we were going out. Yeah. But he was dating her friend. And then he recently broke up. So he, then he comes to my house. I was like, oh, everything's okay. So I go out with her for a while. We break up because of him. I was like, oh, you could date him. He seems to. I will. And then she told me, I would never date him. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, all right. So then uh, we break up for a while, um, which was probably like a month. Mm. I end up dating an- another girl on one of the sports teams. She was on. She was in the tennis team. Yeah. So I ended up dating one of tennis her friends. Tennis is good. Tennis is good. So you so, dated another tennis girl? Yeah, I dated another tennis girl. So we were going out and then pretty pretty hot and heavy as much as you could get to like second base <laughs> as a 17-year-old. Um, and, then, and then 
he tells me again it was okay. So I get back together with my first, my initial girlfriend. I, we get back together. Everything's fine. Everything's peachy. Couple months into it, I get catastrophic like diarrhea where I'm saddled at home. I had perfect this, attendance this at this came point. From a completely yeah, yeah. Where did this? It's come? like yeah, yeah. Well, listen, it's building up to something kind catastrophic of catastrophic diarrhea always comes out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was always re- sudden and it's always it was, violent. It was really bad. Okay. So I stayed at home, and then I get like a a page. You know, back then when you had pagers. So I get a page. Jesus. And then I call one of my friends back. Oh, Ken. Thank God you weren't at school because uh, this guy, my friend, he came to the campus uh, looking for you to bash your head in with a baseball bat. (laughs) Jeez. What the fuck? And the kicker was he he already graduated, so he went back to the school just to kick my ass with a baseball bat. Diarrhea saved your life. (laughs) So so diarrhea saved my life. So I had a catastrophic diarrhea. diarrhea So this became a thing where we had a feud. I get, and then afterwards, like, screw this, I'm getting back together with her. Wait, really? why was he trying to beat you up, though? Did you find out? Well, he, well, he found he was out. mad that he got back together yeah, with yeah. the girl that he had So it's with. almost like, hey, I won't get mad if you get back together with her. And then, like, a week later, it'll be like, I'm guess what? I'm mad. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to kick your ass right now. It's like that. It's like a take-backsies. So he took a take-backsies on me. So it was pretty bad for a while. Yes, yeah, that's not all the way up, All the way up till graduation, when I finally graduated, you think the scandal will end there. Like, we, like pretty, people were split in half. Yeah. In, in our friend circle. One was siding with him. One side was siding with me. So it I became mean, any like, friend who sides with the dude with the bat is kind of a bad friend. <laughs> I know. I know. So so I'm in college now. I come back for one of my freshmen, like, come back, just chill out at home. Yeah. And then I get a call. Someone calls me again and be like, guess what? So-and-so, your ex-girlfriend, is going out with that guy. <laughs> so it's come so full circle. So they got back together. So they get... No, this was for the first time she told me that they weren't going to get together, but they did. And that was messed up until until he had to uh, break up with her because um, he was cheating on her and got another chick pregnant. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this guy has to choose, man. You either He's get mad at people problems. for the whole yeah. baseball bat thing. <laughs> yeah, you you either... know, you're, you're, So you're like, oh, you, you got back with this girl. Can't that have I'm your really cake into. and eat it too. Yeah, and so by, I'm going to beat up some other guy. And by the way, like, I, I hate this guy so much, I might as well spread more bad stuff about him. <laughs> this guy, a couple Scandalous. years ago, at the Glendale Lego store, he was freaking like embezzling them. Oh, and wow. And he got caught, and he was caught embezzling $50,000 of Legos. Jeez. So he went to jail for it. I didn't know there was or so at least much money had. in Legos. I know. They're a valuable product. Either went to jail or had to pay a huge fine. I love stories where people are like smuggling things that are like really, really. I think I mentioned this to Ryan once, but I have a uh, an uncle who passed away. Remember I, I told you about him? Yeah. He is a very eccentric guy. And one of the things I always thought was funny about him was that whenever people go to Sri Lanka and come back, he would try to get them to like bring stuff with them yeah and but but i mean it would be things that are like you know i mean most you know most like customs have rules about you can have x amount of this yeah and that's yeah. and no more so he tries to get people like one of the things he was always trying to get people to smuggle was he Legos. tried to get people to smuggle like several bags of rice like he really <laughs> like bags like like travel bags of rice through customs and i remember like w- at one point he was you know he we asked him about that, and he he told us, "Well, he he really wants that rice because it's like really good when it's from Sri Lanka," <laughs> and and his wife is just like, "Why would you have someone 
smuggle rice. So you can buy it right down the street. Like it's it's right there. <laughs> He's like, nah, it's not the same. It's gotta be <laughs> it's Sri Lanka. Gotta be authentic. Rice. It's gotta be on a plane. Gotta smuggled. Be, gotta be grown in Sri Lankan <laughs> soil. He had to have I mean this but that those ones That's true. from those are from Sri Lanka. They just shipped it here. It's it's better when it's made when it's shipped with love. It, it's better it's when you get it straight from the plant and you put it into the <laughs> bag yourself. You gotta shuck it yourself. Dude, want me to tell you what the, the, the most like I was I okay, scandal wise, I actually in my in high school found myself in the middle of like a bizarre scandal that I didn't even realize it was dude, it was like the biggest coincidence I've ever seen. So basically <laughs> this goes back to junior year of high school. I was madly in love with this uh, girl on uh, on campus, a like, good friend of mine for like many years, but I was like madly in love with her named Cassandra. Right, I wrote a song about her. Remember Cassandra oh, Lee? Oh, nice. That's Cassandra. Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I remember that. So, the thing was, you know, prom is coming up, and there's like this tension: who's asking who? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and w- I wanted to surprise Cassandra, so what I did was I kept on making it seem like I wasn't gonna ask her. Like I really made like like oh, yeah, I am. I'm. I don't know who I'm gonna ask. I'm my thing about so and so and so and so and so and so. But I never say her. And and I don't know. And she says at the time at least she's like oh, I really wanted you to, that sort of thing. Anyway, by the time I actually did, she's like, well, I, I mean, I thought you were asking somebody else. Like, I, I'm going with so and so. Like she's going with somebody else. So I was like, ah, oh, oh man, like that. That sucks. That means I can't go with her. So I was like, all right, I got to think of somebody else to ask. Now let's let's pivot for a second. There is this girl named Jacqueline. That's cool, right? She's a good good friend of mine. I've known her for many years. And she has been going out. Wait, wait, hold on. No, no, no. Flip that. <laughs> strike There's, that. Reverse. Strike it. that. Well, I mean, she actually Jacqueline was a good friend of mine, though. She is. There's a different girl. Her name's Angie. Angie was a good friend of mine. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So anyway, um, how many good friends do you have? Listen, man. You I was a lot a pretty, of good lady. Friends. I was. A, I was. A, <laughs> you're, you're Mr. Friend Zone. <laughs> and, yeah. and I, and I got yeah. laid by none of them. <laughs> you're you're bear of the friend zone. Um, <laughs> well, in any, any case, so. Uh, Angie, good friend of mine also. So Angie had been dating this guy named Cisco for, like, years. Like, I mean, since, like, middle school, since, like, elementary school. Like, they've uh, been together I, I, I hope the forever. name's short for Francisco. It is Francisco. Okay. So Cisco. They've been, they've been dating forever and ever, right? Yeah. That's so, really Listen, man, lo- the heart wants what the heart wants. You know, love is love. So anyway, uh, it's fine. So, I mean, you know for sure they're going to prom together. Yeah, right. Um uh, so what happens is, anyway, actually, there, well, there's something I should mention. Um, Angie can't go to prom. The reason why is because, um, like, her mom is upset with her for, like, school stuff or something. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you're not going. So Francis was like, oh, man, like, ah, that sucks. Like, I, you know, they're supposed to go together. Anyway, let's pivot back to do you, me. Do you remember your players? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah dude, oh I got it. Oh, my God. So, dude, I know, I know. So check it out. Um, I'm like, all right, who can I ask? So there was like a couple girls. I was like, all right, maybe I'll ask so and so and so and so. But it's like, you know, like, I don't know. Most people were like, it was like a free for all. Everybody's like, like, ah, you're it, it you're the, almost that guy. Who's, it was at the end, dude. It was at the getting end. picked last for kickball. Yeah, and you're just like, oh man, there's nobody there. <laughs> but I mean, the, here's the thing, though. I mean, I was like, all right, I'm gonna ask Jacqueline. Jacqueline's like a really pretty girl, so it's not like I lucked out. She's like a really, really pretty girl, and like I, I probably, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I had no. I had no business going to prom with her. She's really pretty. So anyway, um, the thing was, though, the, the, everybody assumed, well, Jacqueline's totally going to prom with Stanley, like this other guy, good friend of mine also. Everybody's my good friend. 
You guys were just so, like a class of good friends. Yeah, we were. Um, but she wasn't. Like, Stanley's going with somebody else. So I was like, oh, well, I, I, I literally walked up to Jacqueline one day before class. And I was like, listen, Jacqueline, I really want to go to prom with Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you really want to go to prom with Stanley. But since neither of us can go with who we want to go with, Let's, Let's go, go together. together. Like, nice. I just literally that's said a, that. That's a great promposal. What, what a great pickup line. You didn't <laughs> get the one I want. Did she just shrug and go, eh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she's like, I mean, actually, she says, okay, here's the thing. By the way, I, I want to tell you why she said this, but at first it doesn't sound really bad. She says she'll think about it, which is just, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, when you get a girl with just, that, you know, I mean. I mean, it doesn't make a girl weak in the knees. Like, no, it doesn't. I mean, logic can only do so You're much. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, You're my second choice. I wonder how come she didn't say yes. So <laughs> so what happens is um, I found out. So she thinks about it. And then later her friend's like, dude, like, no, Jacqueline, go with Noosh. Noosh is cool. Like, blah, blah. And she's not going with anybody. So she's like, why don't you just go with Noosh? And so <laughs> she was pressured by her friends to be like, all right, I'll go with Noosh. Go with Noosh. She's sterile. Here's the reason, though, <laughs> that, like... You know, I realized, I mean, I just realized maybe I should have been using fake names this whole time. Too late now, man. Too late, okay, man. you're too far into it. Listen, I didn't um, mention any names. All the names I just mentioned are fake, actually. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good job. These are all fake names, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. So anyways. So anyways. So, um, yeah, so I mean, ja- there's a reason Jacqueline wanted to go to prom alone, though. Uh, it's because unknowingly to everybody in school, she was secretly dating somebody. I'm going to call him Tom. Francisco. I didn't say <laughs> that. You can't change the name in the middle of the story. You can't though. do it anymore. It's just confusing. You lose impact. Yeah. So who was, the fuck is Tom? We don't care about Tom. Okay, so she was secretly dating Francisco the whole time. That son right? of a bitch. The, dude, here's the thing. Francisco's best friend, Travis, who's <laughs> what is he? He's a good friend of mine. <laughs> what is going on? Are these so, all like hamsters? Dude, so <laughs> crawling over each other? This guy, he's a, he's a cool guy, but he had like a big crush on Jacqueline for years. Oh my gosh. Dude, dude, Jesus Christ. dude isn't that, I mean, uh, this is like, a, so the best this friend, is a high school so the best friend this, this whole school her, only has like two girls. She's secretly banging this other guy who has a girlfriend, but she goes to prom with you. <laughs> yes. Okay. And dude, the thing is, what a perfect by the cover. way, the whole, I mean, the whole time, everybody's been for years telling Travis and Jacqueline, like, get together, get together. And they never did. And, you know, things happen. I guess you move on. But anyway, so whatever. So he's, he doesn't even know about this. So, okay, dude, it gets weirder. So I'm going to prom with her, right? Francisco's going alone, right? My friend Tyler, who's the guy who I pushed my ex-girlfriend onto because I was trying to break up with her, that guy, he's a good friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the catchphrase of the day. <laughs> Hashtag good friend, good of, friend mine. of mine. Good, good friend of Noosh. <laughs> so um, <laughs> he's going to prom with this girl named Gabby. Guess who Gabby is best friends with? Noosh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also <laughs> with Angie. <laughs> and so imagine this. Me and Tyler decide, all right, let's get a limo and let's go pick up our dates. All right, no problem. So we first... Go to oh, dude, so Gabby's the, house. So the the side piece hold up, and the girlfriend. Hold up, let me let me let me let me set this up. We go pick up Gabby at Gabby's house. Gabby comes out of the house, and then Angie comes out of the house. And we're like, Angie. Angie gets in with Gabby, and Angie's like, she snuck out of the house because she's like, I don't care what my mom says. I'm going to prom <laughs> with Francisco. She gets in, and I'm not joking with you. She sits in the window seat. I sit in the middle. Tyler's in the front, you know, a front part of the limo with 
Gabby, right? There's a seat next to me for my date. So we go pick up Jacqueline at her house. Door opens. Jacqueline gets in and just to her face. I was just, I noticed something. Drains. I really thought to myself, oh man, like she really wishes she was going Stanley, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man. So she sat next to me. And the buyer's Angie, remorse starts. And Angie's on the other side of me. And there was this tension. And I really just thought it was me the whole time. <laughs> of like, course oh, you man. <laughs> oh man, like I'm really letting a lot of girls down today. <laughs> anyway, um, so we go and we all go to prom and I will say this, for, definitely, first of all, Francisco was surprised to see Angie, and they were together the whole time. And Jacqueline, who is with me, um, I'll, I'll say this. I was told by Stanley that I was the worst date ever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, was, I was with Jacqueline for a while, but the thing is, I'm so, like, I'm not great with women in high school. And, and also, Jacqueline wasn't exactly who I was, like, trying to go with. I was trying to go with Cassandra. So I, I went and danced with Cassandra for a while. You wow, know? you're terrible. That's yeah, that's pretty bad, yeah. man. So um, anyway, I was a terrible date. <laughs> uh, and, you know, the I'm point really is, What's the point? after prom, though, the news blew up. And all of a sudden, there, and you, by the way, by the way, you know when it blew up? In the in a time that was weirdly coincidental for me, too, because I was already weirdly a part of this whole story. Like, I mean, you understand so far how weird it was that I happened to be best friends with the guy who was yeah, best yeah. friends with Angie yeah. and my date. That it was, it was Everybody all was good friends. Six That's degrees the problem. Of, the six degrees of separation <laughs> yeah. of Noosh. There is no six degrees. Everybody knows Noosh and is his best friend. <laughs> Everybody was good friends. That's the problem. So, <laughs> you gotta, Dude, there's no I, separation at all. I went to a softball game the week that this news happened, the day it broke out. And what happened at the softball game is Cassandra's playing. She hit the ball out. I picked it up, and I wrote <laughs> Noosh loves Cassandra on it. And then I found Aww. out that I had to return it. I couldn't keep it. So I returned it, and then the coaches got pissed at me because I wrote on their ball, and then they got me in trouble with the vice principal, and I got I got in-house detention for a week. Because it's 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 high school. It was graffiti. And so yeah. she, did she ever see it? No. Well, I I don't know. Maybe it, it's Probably. high school in SoCal. We only all, have like one ball. All I know is this: I was in in-house detention for like that whole week, and when I got out. All of a sudden, I found out that people are long, like like drawing lines in the sand. You're either with Team Angie or Team Jacqueline. Like you're picking sides, and they were just like, like who whose friend are you, Noosh? Blah blah blah, dude. That's the whole thing with the good friends. All of a sudden, it ripped our entire. That's why you can't have so many good friends. You can't have any good friends, man. Can't do it, man. Especially if you like dude, one of them. It it tore everybody apart. And dude, here's here's the thing that I always. And the school never recovered. It never, no, it never did because afterwards, that's Man, when my high school was so boring. <laughs> it never recovered because literally afterwards, I did the whole crazy ASB campaign of mine that tore the school apart even more. <laughs> so I contributed even further to that. But anyway, here's the moment though that was really nice about this whole thing that I, dude, I don't know why, but listen, there are moments in life that you remember, and it's weird. Sometimes you don't know why you remember it. Listen, let's just end with this thing. This thing I'm going to tell you because I think it's a sweet thing. There are moments in life you remember, and sometimes you don't know why you remember them, but you do. Sometimes they're funny. Like the first time I met Ryan, you know, funny stories that we have together, you know? I'm here for your job, right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But other stories are sweet, and I don't know. All I remember is this. Travis is a guy who worked in the cafeteria, and so he, one day, and I was a guy who was always not going to class. Like I would be either doing my morning announcements, or I'm walking between class, or just, I was 
Somehow I was always out of class. Yeah. So I was out of class one day. And your good friend Travis worked at the cafeteria. And my good friend Travis worked at the cafeteria. He was outside the cafeteria folding boxes, throwing in the dumpster. And as it so happens, Jacqueline is a office aide. And so she runs between classes delivering stuff, you know, office aide. So one day I'm walking by the cafeteria on one of my many whatever I'm doing. I see Travis folding boxes. And I see that he kind of stops for a moment. And he looks at the distance. And he sees Jacqueline walking in the distance, right, doing going from class to class. And he's just watching, like, staring at her, right? And I just see him for a moment, and then I just walk up to him, and I just stand next to him, and we're both just kind of, like, looking out at her as she's walking around. And I just told him, like, you kick yourself every day, don't you? And he's like, yeah, man. And that was it, and then I went to class and... Fade to black. <laughs> that was, I mean, For me, that was, like, the definitive conclusion to that entire... It's crazy saga. All could have been resolved if he just went for her instead of the, his friend who had everybody a was just honest. I mean, yeah. I mean, by the way, stop I mean, cheating on people. <laughs> God damn it! By the way, <laughs> moral I mean, of the story: happy ending. Everybody got married. Everybody's really attractive, and you know they're all they're good. Everybody's good. Noosh has no friends <laughs> anymore. He finally got a wife. They're all still good friends with each other. Yeah, yeah they're all so good. They laugh about it now. <laughs> Who's who's not married to anybody attractive? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, no, no. Really, the real winner here is Noosh. Yeah, because you got out of Rosemont, dude. Dude, that's a disaster good. over there. You're it's gone, true, man. You're out. You're free. I mean, and and listen, I have a pretty you got real far. I have a pretty good lineup of like I've gone on gone to proms with, gone to dates with attractive women. I I mean, I I my successes are pretty low and pretty far between, but I have a pretty good you know lineup. <laughs> Why did that end on the what? whipper? His, his voice just like caved. <laughs> He's like, I He's had about a lot to cry. Of, basically, the <laughs> is, I had a lot of attractive, good friends. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, uh, Ken, do you have uh, anything that you would like to signal boost? No, but I did. Right when you said that, I had like two more stories that were like really short. Well, like, we'll save it for next week. No, we. It's we, kind of. Yeah. We have okay. to save it for next week. Late. Okay, fifteen seconds. Okay, 15 so, seconds. So, so remember we were in newspaper, Courtney? Yeah. And there was this girl that was kind of dykey. Forgive yeah. my language. Wow. But she, sp- <laughs> she, she spread it to everybody she knew that I was gay. I kind of well, remember that. Well, that was kind well, of a shitty thing to do, I guess. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Why she thought I was gay was really funny. She said I was gay because she heard from somewhere that I stare at other people's penises while I'm at the urinal next to them. <laughs> <laughs> and she spread this rumor that I was gay like, because hey, of it. Nice huh? cock. <laughs> And the thing is, it became like a mini scandal, but I did look at other guys' penises as comparison. Oh, okay. So, oh, so you, you did. So you really did do that. Yeah, but, yeah, but I didn't say I was gay. I just like looking at penises. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with that. Courtney, do you have anything to signal boost? <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Ryan? No. I will end by saying that nothing's changed for me. I still have... A lot of good friends like Ryan, Courtney, and Ken. <laughs> a lot of attractive. And a good lot friends. of attractive good friends. I think we're a pretty attractive bunch of people, don't you think? Yeah. Let's see if he gets anywhere with any of us. I mean, uh, listen. <laughs> the only thing that I, the only signal boost I'm going to leave you with is that, ladies, I'm more dangerous than you realize. <laughs> what does that mean? Leave your boyfriends at home. <laughs> Wait, yeah. leave your boyfriends at home implies <laughs> when, when that you you're go to work. Be... No, when you go to work. <laughs> leave your Only boyfriends at you home when you go Man, to work. This one off leave your boyfriend at home so when I come over, he can kick my ass. This one off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we will see you guys next week. Next week, we'll 
possibly is that, our, is that our last i mean it could be we can do another uh, another episode after that if we want or we can just end it decide what do you want you want to do a season finale next week or a week uh, after uh, uh, the pressure let's keep know. doing let's it until do the wheels ep- fall off let's do another episode we'll do a season finale in two weeks are well, we gonna do like a special we should do a special way, we didn't even mention that we had ryan today this is the first time in months we've had all four of us together that is not that true is no because like the week before last extreme exaggeration he was here but. i remember i was listening to that episode over he said that he was the prodigal son returns oh yeah, that's right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well anyway at, at that someone. you stop making ryan, stuff up what is the uh song for today uh it's I, well I, i'll tell you, you have it in front of you it's uh, the song malik bash by ghosts sure <laughs> no i got it wrong right you Good. should make things up. God. It's ghost. You by really want to just you want to cling to that he does terrible thing that's not funny. But. All right, here we go. See you later next week. We're all good Bye. friends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
Ryan and Usher Dead is made possible thanks to KDHR, the student-operated radio station of California State University, Dominguez Hills. For more information about KDHR, please visit www.kdhr.net. The intro song for this show is Space Ace by Blind. This music is made available thanks to Overclocked Remix. For more information, please visit ocremix.org.